Hey guys, this is Georgia with Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to That One Time I Was Abducted by Aliens with Jamie and Bree. You're listening to That One Time I Was Abducted by Aliens. I'm Jamie. I'm Bree, and we're two sides of the coin. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. My name is Carol Baskin, and I murdered my husband and fed him to the tigers. And you're listening to That One Time I Was Abducted by Aliens. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. Live from sheltering in place. Exactly. Live from Corona time. So we are here, and we are recording over Skype and we have a special guest today for our episode. Uh, We're talking conspiracy theories and we're talking COVID-19. We're talking Q. We're talking birds aren't real. We're talking about hospitals being empty. You know, we're we're playing it up. I want to call this episode Corona Spiracy. Ooh, Corona Spiracy. I really like that. While we have this moment, I'd like to take a second um, since this is the first time Jamie and I, we've kind of been talking on on recording what well, is that unfortunately coronavirus has affected our lives um personally we're both sh- sheltering in place contact in the desert was canceled and that's the biggest thing that i think is breaking our heart oh yeah and so obviously all this stuff is important to us because it has affected us personally and immediately and pretty drastic all right hello what's oh, up yeah it's me it's a me. It's a, me. It's a Mario. A <laughs> so I just wanted to get clear that our episode today, we're going to talk coronavirus. As Jamie said, we're talking what we're now dubbing Coronaspiracy. So I want to tell you what I think, from what I understand, all of the Q and on people assume is going on. And then hopefully we can just spring some things on you and you can break it down and then also add more things that we have no idea about. Okay. Because obviously I think Jamie and I both see a lot of things online and, you know, I was telling her, I don't buy any of it. Neither. But I also think it's just because maybe we don't know enough information. Right. And people that obviously follow it, they know more, they know the dots. So it makes sense to them. And and I follow it very casually. I'm definitely not, I don't like consider myself part of the movement. I follow it like I would any other conspiracy because it's interesting um, and I have a whole disclaimer about that that I would like to put out there while we're recording at some point. Um, but what's cool about it, though, is there's a lot of stuff that ties into your content with your podcast because it does get into like disclosure and um, alien technology and uh, time travel and things like that as well. So uh, make sure we uh, have an opportunity to hit on that stuff because I think it would it would mesh well with what you guys normally talk about. That's really interesting, too, because I had no idea that those things were really connected. And what we did not say is that we are with Bobby from Not For Everyone podcast. He's joining us today to enlighten us, (laughs) share the information, give us the cue intel. I'm like the worst person you could have asked to do this. No, that's why you're the best person for us to ask, because we also have no fucking idea. We're all just a bunch of amateurs trying to figure this shit out, you know? Okay, cool. That's true. I only know things from um, our friend Raya, who I would love to have her on here as well, because she sends me everything. And most of the time, I'm just lost and like, 
really? Yeah, basically so. what I have is, uh, and we don't have to go through every single thing, but like in order to really talk about it, there's quite a bit of like foundational setup for it. And like if you just jump in randomly at some random part in the whole movement and the whole conspiracy, like people without setting those, uh, those foundational facts, uh, people that aren't familiar with it aren't going to really know what you're talking about. I thought we would just let you be the captain of this ship. Yeah, we told you, um, you're the captain. <laughs> the only thing I wanted to see if, if I had a general understanding of what the biggest thing overall that's happening. But people are basically saying that coronavirus is just a cover-up right now for a right. U.S. military operation. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to like shut down the entire globe make these massive arrests and indictments for all the people that are involved in child sex trafficking, all of that kind of stuff. Yes. And of course the blood suckers, I know adrenochrome has a big part of this too, right? Yep. And so it's kind of getting people to stay inside so that you don't know what's going on. Right. And they're grabbing everyone that's doing all this bad shit. And to, at the end of the day, kind of do a financial reset. Yep. Is that right? And then, Almost like just getting rid of everything negative, everyone negative, and hopefully starting from scratch. And yeah, almost it, like entering this this era of utopia is what it sounds like to me. As well, well, yeah, it's not necessarily a, a quote unquote utopia. It's more about um, like overthrowing the old guard, which is what they call the cabal, or like the that's made up mm-hmm. of like the intelligence community, the Freemasons, like all these ancient power structures that have been in power for centuries, basically. Um, but we have our modern versions of it today through like the central banking system and uh, the mil- military industrial complex and all that stuff. But yeah, everything you mentioned that I can go into. Um, so what I can do is I could just kind of start from the beginning of, of where my notes are. And then you guys feel free to interject and interrupt and ask questions as we go along. Is that a good plan? Yes. Absolutely. Let's. I love that idea because, like you said, we just kind of get bits and pieces. Yeah, we like that. So I'd like your your perspective on kind of where it starts okay. and more background, all that stuff. Yeah, you, you are our, our unofficial new host of that one time I was abducted by aliens okay. for the next hour. All right. I'm, it's like SNL. I'm guest hosting. Exactly. So we have our new host for the show for an episode. We have Bobby from Not For Everyone podcast here to captain the ship to grab a hold of the reins and kind of figure out all this weird conspiracy stuff with us. Okay, thanks for that intro, Jamie. And thanks (laughs) for having me today, Bree. This is actually a real big uh, honor because um, I I like to be on one of my favorite podcasts. It's been a dream come true. I want to start by saying this, though, before we really get into, quote unquote, what's going on. Right. Um, I am completely objective with all this. I follow it because it's interesting and it helps me fight the boredom of quarantine. I don't necessarily have a dog in this fight. I don't want to spread any disinformation. Um, A lot of this that I'm going to tie it into has to do with the whole Q movement. Um, I don't consider myself a part of the movement, but it is interesting nonetheless, like anything else, like UFOs, Bigfoots, uh, reptilians, all that stuff. So mostly I just, I wanted to point out, I don't claim to be an expert. Um, this is based on my understanding of diving into this for the last four months or so. It's always been kind of peripheral for me before that. Um, so take everything I'm saying with a grain of salt. Um, and I mostly credit, um, just following the hashtag on Twitter, 
Um, there's a 10 part documentary series called fall cabal on YouTube. That's a really good resource to give you an overview of what may be going on. And then guys like your boy, uh, Mike Barra and, uh, and David Wilcock of, of ancient alien fame. Well, you know, okay. So is it safe to say you're a middle bitch on this? Yes. Or yes. That's a, more? Okay. It, it, it honestly, it depends on the day. Cause some days I'm like, oh yeah, this is definitely, this is something it, it's, it's almost like this optimism. And that's a lot of people consider this movement what they call um, like hope porn, where it's like this yeah. is all a LARP or it's all a psyop, and it's just a bunch of people just hoping that it's real, um, given given the information. But it, nonetheless, it's a movement, and it is interesting, and it does tie into with the whole uh, COVID corona thing that's going on right now. So, well, I think that this is the true- official slogan of middle. I think that in true- it over again, guys, if you don't mind. Yeah, 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 because you're super breaking up there. Okay, so I run on the philosophy of, and maybe this is the slogan of, the official slogan of middle bitch, um, believe nothing, don't discount anything, okay? That's really yes, how I look absolutely. at the world in general. And that's really in true fashion of our podcast, though, that we say in a lot of the episodes, like we're doing research, we're bringing stuff to you guys, and we want you guys to make your decisions about this. We're not telling you to believe one way or another. We're just kind of putting information out there and you got to do your own research and figure it out on your own. Exactly. So one of the main, one of the main conspiracies i mean you can't talk about covid19 or or coronavirus conspiracy without first talking about QAnon, right um and basically for people that don't know what it is it's basically a high clearance intelligence player or team of players that are very close to the trump administration and q is actually a clearance level that stands for like top level uh department intel um and essentially what it is, is on October 28, 2017, um, Q, quote unquote Q, this anonymous, no pun, like Q anonymous starts posting uh, clues or little breadcrumbs on um, forums like 4chan and now eventually on 8chan. Um, and, and basically what it is, it's clues that, that, that uh, allude to the plan of this alliance of Trump and the White Hats overthrowing the deep state or overthrowing the global cabal, right? Um, so over the last couple of years, the movement has snowballed into these, what they call themselves digital warriors or Anons. Um, and they kind of collectively start cooperating online, interpret the clues, solve the little puzzles, decipher what they call the plan, the plan to overthrow the cabal, right? Um, and they find in confirmation from they find confirmation in supposed like signaling from Trump or his tweets or his trolls or his misspellings or the things he does at press conferences, things like that. So it's a very, it's a very pro Trump, uh, movement. Um, yeah. so, so at the very least, whether or not the plan is real or it's a LARP, I do believe at this point, though I am agnostic about the thing in general, I do believe that, the Trump administration is at least well aware of it and is using it in some way to drum up support or something like that. Maybe that's the cynic in me, but it's also me trying to be realistic. So, yeah, yeah, I could see that for sure. 
It's like get the conspiracy heads involved at the same time. That's kind of what I see is like you bring in a whole new crowd when you get people that are into conspiracy and politics. Well, I think that Trump, too, just like any information that Trump has when people are talking about him, he's a fan of. So he's like, oh, these people think it's me. So I might as well say it is, you know. Right. He knows how to pander. (laughs) That's for damn sure. Um, And and I mean, for me personally, there's there's too many synchronicities with the Q drops and what 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 Trump signals that have come to light. Um, Again, that that's all the more reason why I believe that um, they're aware of it and they are in some way using it to benefit themselves, whether it be for a campaign uh, approval ratings or getting harvesting voters or it's real. So who knows? Um, there are other theories as well that perhaps it is some sort of like deep state psyop, you know, that's actually nefarious or something like that. But I don't like to focus on that. I like the uh, the fun part of it. Um, so, for example, like 8.5 thousand CEOs have resigned over the last two years. This was predicted by Q. That's just weird in and of itself, as far as I'm concerned. Um, there's the whole Green Castle thing. These are just a few examples. Green Castle was when uh, the operation, the final one of the final phases of the operation. This happened a few weeks ago. Um, uh, Dan Scavino, who's Trump's uh, PR or social media guy, uh, tweeted out a picture of a Green Castle um, when the operation was supposed to, you know, begin basically. And then there's stuff like him drinking Fiji water, which is a nod to where the Nexium sex cult went on, um, it, things like that. So there are definitely synchronicities that are, make this compelling enough for me to kind of pay attention to. So, and that's, what's funny is the synchronicities that you're talking about is the stuff that makes me not want to believe it, which sounds a little bit strange considering we're like, so into this stuff, but some of it just seems so, um, vague to me. And like, you could literally connect the dots to a million other things. It's just that we're connecting it to the dots about coronavirus and stuff now, because it's what's relevant. But at the same time, you could connect it to a lot of things. It's like, to me, like a lot of what I've seen is people talking about these old posts that Q was making a few years ago. And they're like circling certain letters and pointing to different tweets that Trump does. But we can kind of like me personally, I could do that to a million different things. I actually did it to me and Bree. I sent her one where he was talking about like an evergreen forest and something about water. And, you know, for people who listen to our podcast know that we just did like bunker forest blue, bunker forest blue. That's what it was. And um, we just did our last episode. We were talking about uh, remote viewing and we had drawn something inside of a book and asked people to look into it. Bree drew a tree and I ended up drawing a, a sailboat. So technically I could say that Q was remote viewing us because the forest and the, and the, the, the bunker, the blue bunker, is that not, you know, the same exact thing of what people are doing? Yeah. And that's essentially the battle cry of the, of the skeptics with all this is that, you know, there's thousands of drops that have come out since 2017. And uh, it's like that thing where eventually you're going to get, if you shotgun a bunch of different possibilities, one of them is going to land somewhere yeah. or a couple of them even. Um, but we'll get, we'll get more into kind of the, the overall, uh, more compelling synchronicities with this. I honestly, the CEO thing is what made me start paying attention to this. The CEO thing's really weird to me. And then you have like Prince Henry and, uh, what's her name step down in January to distance themselves from the Royal family. Um, 
right when all the coronavirus started going down, Bill Gates, who we're going to talk about in a second here, uh, stepped down as CEO from Microsoft. It just it just stinks to high heaven. Um, and personally, I don't trust the mainstream media. I never really have. Um, so it, that's not to say that this is trustworthy, but it's also super interesting. So, um, so, so I guess it boils down to what, what is the plan, right? What is the plan that this alliance has to overthrow the, the cabal or the deep state? Um, so remember when Trump was campaigning and he still does it to this day, uh, he talks about draining the swamp. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay that, that, yeah. So that's basically a, a simplified, uh, version of, of what he's talking about, according to these folks, at least. Um, so basically the Q plan is, is the action taken by the Alliance or the white hats of the Trump administration and the high level military intelligence that are, that are on this faction of it to overthrow the current network of elites or the Illuminati or the cabal or the deep state or whatever you want to call it. Um, so the deep state or the cabal basically boils down to, uh, you know, career intelligence community people, CIA people, military industrial complex, uh, powerful NGOs like George Soros, uh, of course, central banks, Federal Reserve, uh, multinational corporations, uh, the technocracy, Google, Facebook, all those guys, um, corrupt politicians that are in bed with all these people. So the DNC, primarily the Clintons, the Podestas of the world, uh, of course, the Vatican, the Hollywood elites, and um, most dark of all is the Luciferian secret societies that practice dark magic. Okay. So here's where it gets super dark. Um, if you go back to the Julian Assange WikiLeaks thing, and if you dig into the Podesta emails and the whole like Hillary Clinton email server situation, we find out stuff about spirit cooking. Are y'all familiar with that? No, yeah, uh -huh. not me. What's spirit cooking for the audience who doesn't know? Okay, and this is to my understanding. This is uh, 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 basically, it's very popular in Hollywood, and it ranges from like ingesting bodily fluids of humans or um, even some forms of cannibalism. Sometimes they just mimic it to more or less like normalize it at certain parties, and then they get into it even more so. Um, for so real, very, like adrenochromy kind of feel going on here, right? And that was my next point. Eventually, it falls into the adrenochrome thing. And basically, what adrenochrome is is a um, it's extracted from I want to say the pineal gland. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. and basically, it's it's more or less like the most sought after and uh, high demand elite drug that you could possibly ingest or get addicted to. Well, we did a whole episode on it. And what's funny is like a week and a half ago, I had sent Brie a text message and I was like, for some reason, our adrenochrome episode is like blowing up right now. I mean, like we're getting like 50, 60 listens a day on it. And I haven't been promoting that episode. Like that's, it's sitting somewhere on Reddit, but people are fucking looking that up right now. Yeah. Maybe it is the cabal that's keeping an eye on you guys. And I was uh, <laughs> I was hesitant to even talk about this myself, but it's fine. Help. I'm a nobody. Again, I'm a very casual researcher on this. So yeah, so Adrenochrome, it's it's apparently you have you have guys like Mel Gibson and other whistleblowers in Hollywood, uh, Corey Feldman, people like that that have come forward and um, tried to expose this in some way or, or another. Um, that 
basically Hollywood is more or less um, covered in the blood of, of innocence. So the way you harvest it is through basically torturing children um, to extract their, I guess, their adrenaline or their blood while they're while they're being uh, in those situations. Um, and it's supposed to be kind of this fountain of youth situation. Uh, I'm sure you guys went over it in the other episode as well. Oh, absolutely. So, absolutely. So you got Hollywood connected to this. You got the whole Pizzagate coming out of this. You have Epstein. You have Nexium with uh, Keith Rainier and Allison Mack from the, uh, from the uh, sex trafficking organization based out of Fiji. Um, these people are all connected to the Clinton Foundation and John Podesta. And then you have guys like Isaac Cappy, who was a whistleblower who uh, of the Hollywood Pedogate stuff. And apparently he was suicided. Um, a lot of weird things happened with that because he was uh, exposing a lot of this. And then he he was uh, found dead. Um, a lot of people think that he was killed because of that. Now, um, Wait, on that note, on that note, yeah. none of us would ever kill ourselves. So let's just put this out there. If we end up yeah. dead. Wasn't us. I'm not suicidal. I'm a very happy person. Hey, if we get killed by the deep okay. state, that means your podcast must be pretty popular. I mean, listen, I do have an FBI agent, even more so in our death, exactly. That's all we need. We're probably pretty low on the list, to be honest. Um, probably, yeah. So let's let's cut to today. Um, one of the main things about the whole Q thing is stopping the child trafficking. So there's there's like an unprecedented amount of people that go missing every year. And a big theory behind that is that the the tra the human trafficking networks are involved in this. Um harvesting adrenochrome is part of this um to to feed that black market and um and make millions and millions and millions of dollars um for the from the elites from harvesting things like adrenochrome and then of course just Good old-fashioned sex trafficking. Um, so I'm sure you guys have done an episode on dumbs, right? No, we actually have not. We've only talked about um, Dulce. Okay. Other than that, we haven't gone into that at all. And I actually had a question for you about that. We actually too. haven't sure, even ahead. done a whole episode on Dulce, in all honesty. We barely dug into it. It was on our last episode where we talked about conspiracies. So what is what does dumb stand for? Yeah. Deep underground military bases. Yeah, deep underground military bases. And these are basically the hubs of a lot of deep state um, uh, operations when it comes to the child trafficking. So how does this tie into what's happening recently? Again, according to the, the Q consensus is, I mean, we've had earthquakes. I want to say in Tennessee, West Texas, there was one in California the other day, Idaho, all within like the last two or three weeks, I want to say. Mm -hmm. um, and if you if you look at where these are happening, and then you compare the location to where these are happening with that classic deep underground military base network image that you can find online, um, it's pretty interesting. So, and this is where it starts to get kind of my my eyebrows start to raise with this whole thing is because it's just really weird that we have a concentrated amount of earthquakes within the same two or three weeks in the exact locations, more or less, of these supposed deep underground military bases. 
Well, you know, it's interesting that you say that too, because I just read that a study came out by a bunch of seismologists saying that not a lot of earthquakes are happening right now. And that even just the normal vibrations of like us as humans have been like cut in half since everyone's stuck inside. So if we are having these kind of like earthquakes and stuff, why is the news going out there saying that like, oh, you know, we're, we're not seeing a lot of seismic activity right now. Everyone's sitting at home and the ground's not shaking, but it is. And they're trying to distract us from that. Right. So the theory there is that the white hats in the military have infiltrated the underground bases and are basically in a silent, literal underground war right now, as we speak. Um, it could be explosions from the initial operation of the attack. It could be people just trying to destroy evidence and fill in tunnels. We don't know. Uh, we don't know if anything I just said is real, but it is interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so. That's one of the theories as to why all these earthquakes are happening right now is that the White Hats have infiltrated and they're in a underground, literal underground battle with the uh, the deep state players. Now, if you've been paying attention to the news since the election and since Trump's presidency, um, you may have noticed that the mainstream media, which is an extension of this cabal and the DNC and their all the major networks are owned by this group of globalist players. They've been actively trying to overthrow Trump, right? Mm-hmm. Um, first, in the early days, we had the whole grab him by the pussy tape. Can I say pussy? You can say whatever you want. We don't believe I'm anything say it out again. here. I mean, you listen to the podcast. <laughs> we had the grab him by the pussy tape. <laughs> we had the Russia PP tape. Can I say PP? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think so. Yeah, that's the line right there. Yeah, we can't. Can you say urine? We had the Russian number one tape. Um, And then, of course, our our television sets were constantly barraged with the Russiagate spygate thing that ended up being complete nothing burger. And then most recently, the impeachment with the Ukraine thing, which also was a, a total joke, in my opinion. But either way, nothing became of this. And I, I'm going to go out and I'm just going to say right now, like, I'm indifferent about President Trump. I'm just reporting facts and opinions. I'm an objectivist. Um, so anything, anything, any questions there? Because we're Not about yet. to get into the weird questions. stuff. Well, OK, I personally before you move on just because that's the only thing I written down in my notebook about the whole um dumb thing in earthquakes was I feel like it's also a possibility that we haven't had any more earthquakes it's just that people are paying attention to it and then also drawing that line between the underground bases and earthquakes I mean here in California we always have earthquakes all the time they're Mm -hmm. small but they happen multiple times a day yeah, um, you, I mean, you could be right. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm open to either way. I mean, everything I've just said might be complete bullshit, and I want, I want to make that clear. Um, this is just what I'm reporting, what I find to be compelling as, as far as yeah. my research goes. Um, but yeah, earthquakes happen every day. Do they happen every day in West Texas though? No, Tennessee. Yeah, I have no idea. Idaho. Oh, 
Well, you know, what's also interesting is we're kind of in this weird vortex right now where literally the only thing on the news is the coronavirus, right? And if you don't right. want to tune into that right now, really, what else are you going to do with your time other than to connect all these weird conspiracy dots? So not only has the coronavirus like stopped everyone and kept them inside, but it's also kind of secretly turned them all into these, you know, like guerrilla kind of like journalists where we're all <laughs> going out and trying to do our own research because we have nothing fucking better to do with our time so it's kind of I feel like slightly backfiring on them because they're trying to keep you inside to to stop you to realize what's going on but then at the same time you have nothing better to do or are they okay so that's a really good segue actually so now let's 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 bring it up to modern times um beyond just the earthquake so we have we've had Russia gate Ukraine gate all that stuff total failure it did not overthrow President Trump right um, now we have this whole COVID-19 kerfuffle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the main conspiracy here is that this is an orchestrated event to make Trump look incompetent again, um, incite global panic, and ultimately crash the world's economy. Because one of the strongest things that that Trump had going for him was the economy, right? So if they, they've always yeah. said, like, as long as, long as the, the, the economy crashes, the, the Dems might have a chance or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, if you notice that uh, Bill Gates has been in the news a lot lately. I found um, it very suspicious, his timing of all of this. Good point. Because if you know, like, for one, I want to say his father was in charge he's he's one he's a he's a known globalist player he's a known um i don't know if the word eugenicist is the right it's a little hyperbolic but he's definitely uh, a a fan of possible population control he's talked about it on multiple occasions Mm -hmm. um so the main the main conspiracy right now is that this was an orchestrated man-made pandemic released by these types of globalist players like Bill Gates and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, George Soros, all these people. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, October 18th, 2019, the John Hopkins Center for Health Security with partners, the World Economic Forum and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation hosted an emergency pandemic exercise in New York City that they called Event 201. Okay, so this was last year in October, late October. And basically what it was is it simulated a global crisis caused by an unknown viral outbreak. Um, This happened six weeks before the first cases were leaked from Wuhan. He also did a a TED Talk within that time as well that was released about this whole thing. Right. And and what's interesting, too, this the TED Talk was definitely worth noting Event 201, um, it actually forced the Chinese government to admit that the rumors and images of people falling down and dying before before they were getting treated were true. Um, now, I will say this. I have one of my best friends in the whole world is an actual PhD in virology. Uh, he works at um, University of Colorado. I've talked to him about this stuff. He's my non-conspiratorial resource, and he seems to be under the mainstream narrative of like, look, the reason these precautions are taking, like, yes, H1N1, you know, 200,000 people died within two years. Um, We didn't take these kind of precautions, but that was a flu. This is something new. Um, This this, uh, transmits 
very stealthily. So like people that don't know they have it could be carriers. So his whole his whole rebuttal to my conspiracy stuff was basically, dude, like you need to chill out. This came from a bat in Wuhan, and the reason why this is happening is because of X, Y, Z. Um, I I don't know. I like to get the whole. I get like to get all the perspectives. I'm I'm leaning more towards, um, uh, you know, globalist, <laughs> globalist orchestrated pandemic. But um, that mostly has to do with the fact that I don't trust the mainstream media. But anyway. So wait, okay, but so, I'm, I'm kind of on that line with you, though. Like, I don't I was talking to this about Brie the other day. I was like, I don't know whether or not I believe that this is something natural or if this is something that was released, especially with all the shit that's going on and the stuff that's coming out about it. Like, you're walking that weird line of like you. I, I don't know what side to be on. Like, in my heart, I want to believe that this is just like a real natural thing that's happening and it just sucks. We're in the middle of it. But then you start to see things like Bill Gates stepping down from his position. And then the next day, the president's talking about how his company might have the only vaccine that fixes this. And then you're like, wait a second, this is a little bit interesting. So it's like it's a weird kind of line that we're we're kind of teetering on. And if you say that it's not man-made, you're immediately deemed kind of crazy, you know? Yeah. And and what I found is like, I don't I don't fall into one camp or the other. I just like to find people that are open to talking about other possibilities other than the the mainstream narrative, because at the very least, they're not telling us everything that I will say that. And at the very least, it's being used as an opportunity to make Trump look bad. I will say that. I believe that. Well, on that note, too, you know, you actually brought a video to my attention that I had sent to Bree that you had sent me about like all the people going out and filming all the hospitals, you know, saying mm-hmm. that, oh, oh, you know, there's this pandemic and all these hospitals are being, you know, there's people just spilling out the doors. They're having to get freezer trucks to put dead bodies in. But then even like Mike Barra went out to a Seattle hospital and brought his camera and was like, well, there's no one here. There's nothing going on. So it's like, wait a second, what is the fucking mainstream media telling us? Because there's this narrative. But then when people are going out and looking into it themselves, it's completely the opposite of what they've been saying. So what and who do we believe anymore? I have an issue with all of that, though, because I feel like there were only certain hospitals that were over, you know, like just madness. I don't think it was every single hospital. And I mean, I think that's what they wanted. They didn't want it to overflow. So I think they've been moving people around and keeping certain things completely secluded for that reason. In case there is a second wave, at least they have room for it. And I mean, it's, I don't think it was every single day that they were like totally just like no room for anyone in there. But I had a problem with that video because I feel like then no one's going to take it seriously. And if there is, in fact, a virus that is contagious to certain people and, you know, could wipe them out, that people will take that video and think the whole thing isn't true. And then they'll just go out and do whatever they want. And then like, at what point do we become the younger crowd that just didn't listen, didn't give a fuck? And then went out and caused things to be even crazier than they already well, are. That might be what is being perpetuated, though. We have no idea. I will say one thing that I, I watched a, a Joe Rogan uh, podcast last night, and he was talking about how now it has to do with people's blood types. So if you have a certain blood type, you're getting you're getting this di- disease affecting you way worse than if you had. They were saying that like people with O, o blood types, positive or negative, fear it a lot better. Like you're, you're not going to get as sick, but people with like A blood types are the ones who are dying. So it's like, wait a second. It, it, to me, it almost sounds like this virus is starting to wipe out a certain particular type of people. 
Yeah, and that's one of the, all the more reasons that people are claiming that it might be actually man-made. Um, it, there's also rumors that it perhaps only affects like Asian males to this extreme. Um, but again, that goes back to the whole China has high smokers, high pollution, an older population, all that kind of stuff. Um, one thing I will say on on Bree's point, though, like to play devil's advocate with that whole hashtag empty hospitals or whatever it's called, you got to remember too, like a lot of the people that are being treated for this are supposedly in uh, ICU, which you don't have access right. to. Second of all, the entire world is in quarantine right now, so you're less likely to be out on the streets getting in car accidents or getting on work accidents. Um, things like that. So if everyone's home, I think you're less likely to, uh, be in a situation that you might have to go to the hospital is the other thing. So, and then on top of all that, you got to understand too, as much as I don't trust the media, I understand a lot of their strategies and their, sometimes their intentions can be good. So for example, I'm from Southeast Texas. And when a hurricane was coming, more times than not, they're going to oversell the shit out of that hurricane. And the reason they do that is to make sure that people take the right precautions just in case. Mm -hmm. um, and, and you can take that one way or the other, because as far as weather goes, I, I think that that pandemics would kind of fall in the same in the same uh, umbrella uh, that they would they would mm -hmm. make people uh, react in a way to keep them safe. I mean, that's the optimist in me. Um, but you got to look at this as well. Okay. The Wuhan Institute of Virology and the Wuhan Center for Disease Control is both within 10 miles of the animal market where the bat soup, where the, the initial outbreak was supposedly happened last year. Okay. Um, and then you look at stuff like the Pilbright, uh, Perbright Institute, which is partially funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates foundation, um, literally holds the patent for the coronavirus, right? And then like you were saying, Jamie, what the hell is Bill Gates up to, right? He mm -hmm. just stepped down as the CEO of Microsoft. Um, he's currently pushing the vaccine and a human implantable capsule. And this is from mainstream news sources. A human implantable capsule that has digital certificates which can show who's been tested for the coronavirus and who has been vaccinated against it. So there's a lot of yeah. fuckery afoot here. And I, I want to I say this just to quote Caitlin Johnstone recently. It's possible to acknowledge that the, the virus is dangerous, um, as is economic collapse, as is authoritarian government control. These are not mutually exclusive. You can acknowledge the danger in all three of those things. It's how well we want to have that conversation to see what we want to do next, right? Well, it's also really scary that we're usually when you're dealing with these kind of things, it's one at a time, and we're dealing with all of that at once right now. It's not just like we're dealing with just the government wanting to take over or just a virus. I mean, all of this is happening at the exact same time, which is what I think is making it even more scary to people. Well, it's like that whole thing is never let a crisis go to waste, right? Um, whether it be 9-11 or anything like that, like any kind of time that the, the public is looking to the state to uh, protect them, you know, human corruption in history will say they're going to use this to, to their advantage. Um, but the theory right now 
by the conspiracy community, more or less, is that this is a psyop being used by global elites to make Trump look stupid and, and, and ultimately implement the global government, the new world order, and um, at the very least sell a shitload of mandatory vaccines, bring society to its knees and, and have no other choice but to defer power back to the cabal, right? To be fair, uh, and I'll put this out there, we all, I've said a million times on the podcast, I am a Republican, I'm not a Trump fan. He does a pretty good job of making himself look like an idiot, though, especially with all these I was going to say, all he has to do is Yeah, talk. with all of these daily, like, <laughs> let me, let's, how do you feel about all these daily press briefings that he, he's been giving from the White House? Because I feel like they are uneducational, unnecessary, and just an even further distraction to what's been fucking going on lately. I feel like he's literally just contributing to his own downfall at this point. Yeah. And I love it. <laughs> I haven't been watching. I'm indifferent about Trump. I think that he's a lot smarter than people give him credit for, especially if you take that, him yeah. If yeah. you take into consideration and the whole like making fun of them is just so old hat now. It's like it's like quoting Austin Powers. It's like, OK, give me another joke, yeah, please. I'm tired of making fun of the president. It's not fun anymore. And it never really was. But but ho- like wishing for his failure is a little gross to me or the way the media will attack him for um, suggesting that uh, hydroxychloroquine might be a treatment is a little gross to me. And and that's where it makes it so obvious to me that the media is obviously not in his, um, in his favor and further, you know, convinces me of the possibility of all this crazy conspiracy shit that I'm talking about. Yeah. So I agree with you. That's the one thing I watch those things every single day. It's like what I look forward to now. And I will agree with you. I think that, Media, they just want to antagonize. They don't ask any of the questions I want answers to. They just kind of ask these questions that kind of make Trump look like an idiot. Well, to be, to kind of to be fair, though, words. they've been trying to ask him some questions about stuff, and he just, like, refuses to fucking answer things and also attacks people back at the same time. So it's like, not, only, not only do you have a media not asking the correct questions, but you also have a president who who won't give the correct answers to even if we ask the correct questions. So it's like, it, it, it's, it's a fucking vicious circle that we're in right now if you if you combine the yeah. fact that i i don't think he actually gives a shit um the more he lashes out against the media the more his you know his uh, constituents are gonna or his base is gonna love that I and know. then i i gotta sympathize him in the sense that the media has literally been attacking him viciously uh since before he was even elected um, and then on top of that, the intelligence community too, which is theoretically in bed with the media. So if, if he's under that impression, kind of like the way I am, it's, it's like, I kind of get it at the same time. Um, and I get it. Like people are like, he, he tweets mean things or like he said this or that. I'm just like, okay, well, you know, he's also tried to end wars, you know, um, he's also, you know, responsible for releasing a lot of you know, nonviolent criminals. Uh, he's pardoned quite a few people. He's also six, nine fucking got out of prison. I mean, I, you probably don't know who that is, but I just found it so fucking funny. He's been begging forever to be let out early. And then now that this shit's going on, they let him out. Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> well, so okay. I agree with you though. I think they're always attacking him and he could just be over it. And also at the same time, I feel like as a society, we've been kind of bred 
that we have to always say the right things. We have to be polite. We can't be cursing. We can't say how we feel. So maybe he's just breaking those molds and being more authentic and just saying, you're stupid. Next. That and... You know, that's, it, I that's think also a... Sure, sure. Absolutely. I think we're also at the point where, like, the people that support him are already, all the people that are going to support him have already, are already doing it. All the yeah. people that hate him are already doing it. So, like, what difference does it make at this point? Like, he's not yeah. trying to win anyone over, really. Um, there are the independent voters or the third-party voters or whatever that are likely closetly going to vote for him, I guess, because it is what it is. But as far as his hardcore fan base goes, like no matter what he says, no one's going to care. And as far as his hardcore haters go, no matter what he says, they're still going to hate him. Um, so basically, there was a Q drop a few weeks ago that it, it was really amazing because it's the conclusion that I kind of made. And then Q kind of confirmed it for me like a day later, not to toot my own horn here. But um, basically, you know. The, the the mainstream media has already been pushing these long-term quarantine narratives. Um, I've heard dates as late as November, which is truly convenient considering that that's when the election is. Um, they're calling for immediate reforms and absentee ballots. ballots. Um, they've been utilizing the mainstream media to disparage any cure or treatment endorsed by Trump. So you have your hydroxychloroquine uh, issue. Um, they've counter-offered any uh, proposed congressional solution uh, with some sort of like weird Democrat wish list. It did pass um, a bipartisan bill with the whole 1200 bucks a month, but a bunch of money ended up going to a bunch of corporations as well. So um, th those are the kind of things that make me skeptical of this whole like white hat, black hat thing um, is these bi bipartisan bills that happen that, that benefit corporations and basically launder money in, in the favor of them. Um, but, but that said, they can hide Joe. If we, if we stay quarantined, we can hide Joe Biden for as long Sleepy as they Joe can. Biden. What's they've that? Been, they've been hiding him super tough too. <laughs> yeah. And this Sleepy is a great Joe excuse Biden. too. So you got no more gaffes. You got no more debates. You don't need, you don't have any rallies required. Um, and then of course, bypassing voter ID laws and getting people to, uh, vote from home and then hopefully, um, Given that convenience, the Democrats, their plan might be to essentially ballot harvest the entire country and take power back. So I don't know. I didn't know we were going to go down the uh, politics rabbit hole, but it, it's, <laughs> uh, uh, it's very possible. interesting because I was like, hmm, maybe that's right. And then the next night, like Q basically dropped exactly that. And I was like, huh, maybe I'm Q and I don't even know. It. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so all that said. Um, the Q consensus seems to think that the Alliance is countering this plan with the COVID-19 thing by enacting their own plan, which what they refer to as the storm, right? So this is happening at this very moment. You got the unsealed indictments happening, the mass arrests, they're raiding the dumbs. And one of the reasons, one of the theories as to why we're quarantined right now is because it's keeping innocent people off the street in case of any kind of false flag attacks or any kind of uh, uh, violent conflict that might go on outside. So I don't know. Um, but ultimately, that's a, very, that's, a very, 
that's a very interesting point, and I didn't think about it from that perspective. That you know, usually during these times, we have these kind of false flag events, and obviously something like that can't happen if we're all inside. Like, what are they going to fucking blow up? You know what I mean? Half of our country, although half of our country isn't in quarantine, there's still plenty of states yeah. out there who are going about their days like nothing matters. But it feels almost like these states. I mean, kind of don't mean anything. They're like states that we kind of don't give a shit about. So yeah, the cabal is not going to false flag North Dakota. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, it's interesting that it's this West coast, it's that East coast. And uh, it, it's just interesting. The hot spots where they are. I don't know. Me and Bree were talking about this. What are the quarantines like in Texas? Cause I know you're still going to work. Are you guys still, are you guys having a strict stay at home order? Like what's happening over there? I think it's it, not even quarantine though. That's the thing. It's not quarantine. Some of us are just sheltering in place. There's a huge difference of that. You can still go out and do what you want, which is also my issue with all of this is like, if I leave my house just to go to my parents' house, people are out there doing whatever the hell they want. They're barely even enforcing this. I see police officers hanging out in the parking lots, chatting together elbow to elbow. It's just like, it's not as intense as I think it's made out to be. People are still just like, eh, it's whatever, but I'm kicking it at home a lot more. And and that could be attributed to the media as well. Um, like we've talked about already, the, the empty hospitals thing and everything. Um, and perhaps they're embellishing this to be bigger than it is. But yeah, here in Texas, um, we're, we're pretty defiant of the federal government in general. Um, but we, I mean, I'm working from home. Most of the businesses, like especially the mom and pop shops are closed. Not all of them. Um, I want to say today you're required by most businesses to have a mask on to go in, um, things like that. But like I, when I first left my house after a quote unquote quarantine, I was like a little scared because like, I was like, what if I get pulled over? And then I got out there. I was like, there's cars everywhere out here. You know, it's just like traffic. Yeah. Down. I'm like, oh, this is kind of nice, you know? And I'm not going to say I hate working from home either. Um, it really sucks for people that that lost their job or un- unemployment because of this whole thing, though, too. So, you know, fingers crossed. It's one of those things where I don't necessarily, you know, uh, there's a lot of people that are very doom and gloom about all this. But at the same time, I'm like, we're all in this. Like, we, you can't really do anything about it, not yet at least. So you might as well kick back and kind of watch the show. And the QAnon thing has kind of honestly kept me entertained through the whole thing. I can see that, definitely. I have a problem with this whole stimulus check thing because, like Jamie said, not everyone is on lockdown. Not everyone has been forced to close. So it just kind of seems like they're also sending out checks for no reason to other people, and that irritates me. Well, I, feel, yeah. I feel like the amount should have differed because, obviously, it's more expensive in California than it is to live, like, in Texas. You know, like, we have – I feel like there should have been some type of – I don't right, know, like a cost of living or situation. Like by the state or, well, like, yeah, like, yeah, like $1,200 in California doesn't even cover your fucking rent. Yeah, it's absolute it's like, crumbs. It's, it's an excuse to get approval to do the rest of the other shit that they, that they push through with this bill. See, and that's how um, I feel too. I feel like this is almost a bribe true. to America so that all these corporations that get all this big funding. It's just like a little hush money for us to shut up and take it and, you know, go buy, <laughs> go buy some right. groceries or something. Right. And, and I don't know, like I'm, I don't know if I told you guys, I'm, I'm basically uh, an anarchist and I've been for a couple of years now and I'm always skeptical of all this kind of shit because of this very reason. So if you dig deep into this bill that passed, you're getting the crumbs 
And then the people at the top are using this as an excuse to push through their agendas as well. Um, the crumbs you receive is just to keep you quiet and and uh, complacent so you don't speak out against it. So, Jokes on them. Um, I'm going to take right. that bill and pay off my credit card so I'm not in debt anymore. So free the there chains. There you go. Well, we'll talk about the uh, the global economic reset here in a second. But Okay. Um, okay. So now – a lot of the Q movement actually subscribes to the belief that the cabal and um, this is where it gets weird. Okay. They subscribe to the belief that the cabal are the same people that killed JFK, which isn't that far fetched as far as I'm mm -hmm. concerned. Yeah. Um, so again, it boils down to secret societies, military industrial complex, baking cartels, intelligence community, stuff like that. And JFK openly spoke out against secret societies and he ultimately represented a disruption or an in interference in this overall racket right wait 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 hold on do you got do you have you heard anything about how kennedy the kennedy family how one of the granddaughters and their kid went missing this last week yeah it's very interesting timing right it's it, there's a lot of interesting timing here okay and they right. they also um a lot of the kennedy kids just tweeted out a bunch of like a video of themselves singing that song timber which I'm not familiar with, but it was almost in response to all the weirdo celebrities doing the imagine thing, which was gross. Mm -hmm. And I, I found very cringeworthy. Super, um, yeah. So I guess Timber evidently is a song about, you know, you're done, like you're, you're out of here kind of thing. That's <laughs> yeah. interesting timing as well. On top of the fact that what's her name just died. It was like a great granddaughter or something. Yeah, it was uh, but the apparently great granddaughter and their son, they went canoeing and they never came back from the canoe trip. Yeah, that whole thing, we'll wait to see what happens with that. I don't really want to speak on it. I feel like I read recently that she was actually tied to the Clintons in some way, but don't quote me on that. It's all very <laughs> weird timing, though, nonetheless. Um, so taking into account the whole JFK thing, um, so we got the Alliance, the White Hats, the good guys, right? Um, these are the folks that are, again, trying to overthrow this deep state cabal and apparently they have been for a few decades now. They've had this plan uh, in place, not in place, but, you know, they've been constructing this plan. Um, and the Q theory more or less states that the alliance actually approached Trump to run for president and, and take power back to enact the plan. Um, now, again, here's where it gets super weird. One of the main players in the alliance is supposedly a former very good friend of President Trump's who is uh, John F. Nine, according to the mainstream narrative, his plane crashed and he died with his wife and his. So what that means in the world of QAnon is that if he's at the helm of this, either Q with the the plan or steering the ship in some way. So we've actually Mike Barra has talked about this a lot because he's convinced that he's not dead. He like shows pictures of him at rallies and shit. And he's I, I want right. to say don't quote me on this, but I think he thinks that that is Q that that Junior is that, Q. That is one of the theories to a lot of Trump rallies in a disguise, like in stage makeup or something. He's wearing a fedora usually and has this weird, like a uh, very, very shiny kind of plastic looking wig on mm -hmm. um, and then glasses. And sometimes he'll have a nose that looks different in each one. And then, the, you know, they've compared, of course, like his ears and stuff to to John F. Kennedy Jr.'s to try to match it up. And then his his the lady that's always with him really does look like 
his wife. Uh, John F. Kennedy Jr.'s wife. Same nose, same smile, everything. It's really weird. And then on top of that, one of the main slogans of the whole Q movement is WWG1GA, which is where we go one, we go all. And that was engraved on John F. Kennedy's, I think it's his bell on his boat mm. back in the day. And that's been in a lot of Q drops as well. So there's definitely a connection there. And then, you know, you'll hear Trump alluding to, you know, or whoever, I think maybe Q as well. You know, you'd be very surprised as, as to who it might be or whatever. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's compelling. But that's when I'm starting to get into like a bridge too far stuff. But at the same time, if all this other stuff is potentially true, it's like, why not? At the same time, um, if you believe that um, the deep state actively, you know, the the Hillary, the Killary kill the, the Clinton kill list and all these uh, people like Seth Rich who leaked the DNC emails to Julian Assange ended up dead. There's like there's a long list of people tied to the Clintons that um, have turned up suicided. So, you know, who's to well, say? I don't know. Speaking of the Clintons, did you notice that the Clintons sent a bunch of pizza to a bunch of like health care workers in New York? Yeah. And, that's and then one of those how things. they immediately like tweet like her daughter tweeted and was like, oh, the Pizzagate people are going to have a have a fun time with this one. Yeah, one of the one of the things, too, is like they're they're like rubbing it in everyone's face is one theory. Mm-hmm. Um, we could do a whole episode on the whole celebrity reaction to all this. Yeah. But there's a lot of things that have happened with people that are names that keep coming up in this whole situation that are supposed to be arrested or indicted or whatever. Um, that are almost signaling like, Hey, fuck you. Like we're going to, you know, we know what you're up to and we're going to just shove it in your face kind of thing. And that are we talking could like, be one of those. Are we talking like Tom Hanks? Because there was like this whole thing about like how, uh, I don't know the whole story, but something about how Tom Hanks didn't really have the virus. He was just being like quarantined basically because he was going to get arrested for all the human trafficking and stuff. And like I said, I don't know the whole story about that. I've heard kind of like bits and pieces of it, which seems super interesting to me. Right. So I will say that the Tom Hanks thing is kind of the straw that broke the camel's back for me to start paying attention to Q. And again, that wasn't that long ago at all. It was like maybe three yeah. or four weeks ago. Yeah. Um, as soon as my brother-in-law was on the couch next to me, he's like, oh, Tom Hanks has coronavirus. I was like, what did you just say? It was kind of one of those moments. I was like, okay, this is a little weird now. That's when I had, you know, uh, some there's some fuckery afoot here. Yeah. Um, the convention, if you want to go with the conventional conspiracy theory of this whole movement is to make Trump look bad and the, the like the left wing globalists are going to do what they can to drum up legitimacy with the coronavirus. So they're going to have people from Hollywood come forward and say that they have it to further, you know, push the narrative or whatever. That's one thing. But there's a lot of weird things with the Tom Hanks thing. First of all, he's known um, supposedly that. uh he is involved with the whole Hollywood pedo gate thing. Apparently he like purchased a child or something and some woman came forward and talked about it. Um, and then there's a lot of weird things that have been tweeted out or, or Instagrammed out of images of him. Um, there's all we, again, we could do a whole episode on this, but th- th- then there's like Ellen DeGeneres has a lot of odd, um, things that have, for example, there's a picture of her that looks like she has like an ankle bracelet on, um, among other things. So did you see that there's some journalist or something who came out and was like, uh, if you give me a story about how uh, Ellen DeGeneres is mean to you, I'll donate like two thousand dollars to like the, the covid stuff. And like, I thought that was super fucking interesting. Yeah, apparently she's an insufferable 
C word. Yes, uh, you can say cunt. It's fine. Okay. I want to know more well, about Tom Hanks, though. I want to okay. know why you think <laughs> okay, that's weird. <laughs> well, I think what's weird. I, I, I want to hear more of what you have to say about Tom Hanks. Yeah. Okay. All I saw so was again, like he this isn't necessarily me. This is just okay. No, so know. the picture. There's a couple of pictures where like he's he's in this room with his wife. Um, and the, one of the main ones is like, there's a barcode on the door and there's people online that have said maybe that like right. that barcode is like only found in like military holding rooms or something. And I'm just like, I don't know. I think they have barcodes on a lot of doors and my, I'm like pretty skeptical about that. But then they're like, oh, he's back home again. But it's like clearly a Photoshopped image of him, like getting off a plane. Um, and then they have like the same image and then it's like his wife superimposed in that same image. And then there's another image of, uh, him eating like Vegemite on toast with a glass of water. And the glass of water is obviously Photoshopped and it's, there's just a lot of weird shit going on with that. And then we have guys like, um, David Spade on Twitter signaling to, uh, Tom Hanks to ask him like, you know, give us an update. Are you okay? Stuff like that. If he goes down, we go down. One of the weirdest things I saw was Matthew McConaughey, who I pray to God is not involved in any of this. Um, he tweeted out just a picture of a door that said witness room. So again, this is going back to the whole adrenochrome thing. And then Madonna is just losing her goddamn mind on Twitter right now. The celebrity yeah, thing's kind is. of, yeah, she yeah is. I mean, it's really at the very least it's interesting. If, if it has anything to do with the whole, Pedogate adrenochrome thing that's beside the point like celebrities are starting to notice that in dire situations no one really gives a shit about them and and it's driving them <laughs> crazy it seems yeah well not only not give a shit about them but then also just make fun of everything they're doing like uh like the kardashians you know like kylie fucking posted a picture of her out at her pool barbecuing and everyone was like what the fuck is wrong with you like the whole world is ending and all you care about is hanging out by your pool and barbecuing like you're so out of touch with what's fucking going on in america yeah and when you take the platform away from them if you cancel all their shows and their movies like again like nobody cares yeah, it's all it's all been trash as far as I'm concerned, for the most part. And this is coming from a guy that does a movie podcast. So, you know, <laughs> exactly. OK, so let's let's continue down the saga here. Brie, right. Do you have any other questions about Tom Hanks? I love the burbs. It's like one of my favorite movies ever. No, I just like I don't know. I No, I That's just want to know if you have of- anything else I heard. I just all these things I just keep thinking like just drawing lines to things that I don't see but that's why I just wanted to know if you had anything else um because I did see that's that's pretty much it off the top of my head I think um there's just some weird there's some really weird Twitter and Instagram posts and then there's some obvious photoshopped photos as well I think it's also Um, just hard for me when other people on Twitter like oh yeah he you know, bought me when I was a child and basically he's been like abusing me and having sex with me. And, and it's also just coming from another person on Twitter that says I've been working for the military and these barcodes are only on, you know, like military equipment or whatever. A lot of it is also just taking random people's words for it, you know? So yeah, you got to remember people, questioning. no matter who they are, a lot of people want likes and they want retweets. Oh yeah. They got a lot of Whether- retweets. 
that's just whole this whole fucking topic in general, though, that we've said a hundred times. Like, we can't believe everything that people say. Like, we want to believe, like, when people says, like, I was abducted by an alien. But then at the same time, it's like, how do we, we have no way to figure out what's true or not true. We're literally only just taking people's words for it at this point. Right. Well, you got to follow the follow the wire too sometimes so for example i don't trust the mainstream media because i know who owns it and who benefits from pushing certain narratives whereas like citizen journalists guys like mike cernovich or um you know the guy that basically cracked the whole epstein thing he's just a guy that's a journalist you know mm-hmm. he has nothing nothing to gain and everything to lose yeah uh, that kind of thing so i i'm a big believer in following the wire as to who benefits and kind of making your call from there. Um, cause at the end of the day, if you're pushing, if you're a relatively prominent citizen journalist and you're pushing some crazy shit, it's pretty risky, right? Like mm-hmm. you never know at this point. Yeah. Um, so there's that too. So I don't know. I, I listen to everything and just try to decipher, you know, what makes the most sense to me. And again, I don't know if anything at all that I've just said in this entire podcast has been, true but it's fun to talk about i mean that's the thing with conspiracies you know before we started this episode brie was like we need to get some proof like send me videos do this and i was like but at the end of the day conspiracies is literally just a bunch of fucking made-up shit like we all have no idea at the end of the day we can try to connect dots and we can try to find uh sources and try to find like you know documents that make sense to it but in the reality it's all just a bunch of fucking made-up shit and we just have to decide whether we believe it or not Right. But you got to remember this too. Like when someone is challenging or scoffing at a conspiracy or a conspiracy theorist, ask yourself who of those two parties, the conspiracy theorist or the person scoffing at it, who of those two has actually done their homework, has actually been into the research, has actually right. dug into it and tried to connect the dots? That's I guarantee I you <laughs> 95% of the time, it's not the guy that's scoffing at it. Yeah. Right. Now, granted, yeah. there's like herd theory where people want to be a part of a, you know, kind of exclusive community. You get dopamine mm-hmm. rushes when you find out new information that might be true. You like to have exclusive info that other people don't know. There's all kinds of psychological reasons as to why people are attracted to it. But at the end of the day, a lot of times the people that are quote unquote conspiracy theorists, one, there's been multiple times when they're actually right. And two, they're usually doing more homework than the people that are trying to discredit them. Yeah, for sure. I, I can agree with you on that one. I will yeah. say, though, like, it, me and Brie are big conspiracy theorists, but we have a hard time with this whole Q thing, you know? That's a big reason that we wanted to call you into this, because I know that you've been sending me stuff, and you're much more of a believer than we are. And I don't, <laughs> All right. I don't think... Well, I don't think that I can dig into it as much as you can, because every time I look up something, I'm just like, oh, my God, bullshit. So it's hard for me to Same. look at the evidence a lot more objectively, because it, immediately I'm just like, God, this makes no fucking sense to me. This is so dumb. Right. And consider myself a reporter Same. here. I am not trying to convince you guys of anything, audience included. This is just based on my research, though. what's happening. Okay, <laughs> that's well, what that's we want up you to do. Try to convince us. Yeah. So I don't know <laughs> if this part is going to convince you guys or not, but it's definitely appropriate to your your podcast here. So, okay, give it to us. Okay, getting back to the whole JFK Jr. thing, okay? One theory claims that once the cabal is overthrown, JFK Jr., considering that he is actually in fact alive still will elevate to power and be the new sovereign, you know, leader of the Republic of, 
of the United States. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so uh, Mark told us that over the summer. Uh, yeah, he like, never came right. out. He was like, he's coming. Or he's at, coming. Look at this. Yeah. <laughs> Where is he, bro? It's a it's a it's a bit of a bridge too far, and then, but at the very least, the theory is he's going to reveal himself and and more or less be the messenger as to what just happened over the last few weeks or whatever. Okay. Now, yeah. here's where it gets cuckoo bananas. Um, you guys like to talk about time travel, right? Ooh, we love it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so one one major motif in the whole Q movement is the Q clock, or or what you'll see is like. Like you were complaining about earlier, Jamie, is when you have a Q drop that's like seems like irrelevant and then people will go back and find that same one and try to sync it up with something that just happened. Yeah. Uh, that whole thing. Um, a lot of times there's like a reverse code in it where like the time will actually be the date, but the date in the future, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and one of the main motif phrases is future proves past. OK, um, meaning look at what happens in the future to verify what I've told you about in the past. So this has conjured up all kinds of theories about time travel. So going back to JFK Jr., um, in the late 90s, he published a magazine called George Magazine, right? Um, And in one particular issue, it talks about 2020. It talks about a survival plan for the future. It talks about exposing Hillary Clinton, like all these weird synchronicities that allude to what may be happening right now. Okay, that's just bullet point one in the time travel adventure we're about to go on. Okay, Um, you guys are UFO geeks. Um, Are you familiar with Project Looking Glass at all? Yes, yes, yes. So uh, yeah, Yeah. I've I've heard a little bit of the connection between these two, but I mean, oh, you you tell me because you're the experts on that. Tell me what Project Looking Glass is. Project Looking Glass, from what I can gather. Wait, are we doing our false flag of? No, that's Project Blue Beam. That's Blue Beam, yeah. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. I'm getting confused. Okay. More or less, what it is, it's. A secret military technology, high, high level clearance that allows you to uh, see into the future, almost like Stargate, I guess. I don't know. It's like, very that sounds very Stargate-y because we were just talking about Stargate and how they're using it to to basically re- remote view into the future and into the past, these kind of things. So is it similar Look, to that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly that, actually. Well said. Oh, perfect. And side note, I read a conspiracy theory the other day is one of the reasons that we went into Iraq is because it's the former place of Babylon and there's all that ancient technology still there. Mm-hmm. Well, there's, yeah. a um, Star- anyway. there's a Stargate there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a Stargate there. Kurt Russell and that one guy. Um, okay. So Project Looking Glass is the secret technology, high military clearance technology that more or less allows you to see into the future, right? Mm-hmm. Um, expose different timelines maybe, or well, I don't know. I don't know the physics, the, the quantum physics of it all. Yeah. Um, so the Q theory is that the white hats have had access to this technology. And that's one of the reasons why future proofs pass. And one of the reasons why um, they dev- devised this plan to take over um, and overthrow the deep state or the cabal and reinstate a, uh, a Republic, a sovereign Republic. Okay. So, on top of that, um, you got to remember John Trump, who I believe was Trump's grandfather, was real good buddies with Tesla. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nikola, for you guys, everyone know Nikola Tesla, not like and, Tesla the car. 
Not Tesla, the but named after with the with that the Nikola the Tesla. So apparently they were really good buddies. And I want to say, I don't know, I'm not a Tesla biographer, but I want to say that the government came in and like, you know, shut all his stuff down and took all his stuff from him. And he died very poor, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, like even before he died, even after he died, they blocked a lot of his like they went into his house and like stole all of his notebooks and like all these kind of things so that any information that he had would not get out there. So there's a lot of people who are like his uh, relatives and stuff who like claim the the government came in and wiped everything out. And there's like tons of things that he invented and tons of work he did with the government that the government buried after his death. But then that's a Trump. Trump took it, right? That like he took some of the information. Right. So the the theory is is that the good guys inside the the military inside the government have access to this type of technology. Um and coincidentally Trump's grandfather John Trump who also coincidentally looks a lot like Julian Assange was buddies with Tesla, okay? Um, so there's theories floating around up there that maybe Julian Assange is John Trump reincarnated or maybe Julian Assange is related to Trump in some way. I don't know. It all sounds. Bananas or he's a time point. traveler and he or is he's a time traveler. Mm-hmm. Maybe he is. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like how the U- I like how the UFO podcast is skeptical about all this. I'm with you. I know. Okay. Isn't it crazy? But essentially the theory is that perhaps <laughs> that they, you know, they used Tesla technology to more or less help fuel the breadcrumbs of, of QAnon or, or see into the future and alter it accordingly or whatever. Something okay, like so that. Let, let me get this straight. So you're basically theorizing that, let's say, potentially. No, no, no. That I'm you, not. Okay, okay, okay. But what you're saying Probably is. wants that very like, clear that, like, he's he wants just very clear, giving exactly. the information. He's so, not okay, attached so to it what, in any way. So what these people are basically theorizing is that Q, in some capacity, has uh, access to this Tesla technology, whether it's to see in the past or the future or whatever it is. He, five years ago, was using this and then tweeting all this shit out like, oh, shit, this stuff's going to happen because he knew that he wanted to people to be able to go back and point to it and be like, look, guys, see, this shit's real. Listen to what I'm fucking saying. Correct? Uh, more or less. Yes. Okay. All right. I mean, so I don't, cool. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna counter argue that cause I'm not in any team here, but yeah, I mean, that would, that's what I would be led to believe. Okay. I just so want to, I wait, just want so to clarify. Q Tesla? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, you guys are welcome to theorize anything you want about that, but the point is, I mean, there's anything is possible. Anything is possible. I'm gonna middle bitch this whole thing. You're gonna middle bitch. I'm middle bitching all of it. Oh my god, I want one of those. Middle bitch, and I'm just like. I can send you a middle bitch. I'll send you a middle bitch. Please do. I gotta send you guys some stuff for my show too. Um. Okay. So here's the ultimate mind fuck. Okay. This is actually very, very interesting and very weird. I saved the best for last. Okay. okay. In 1889, there was a author of a children's book named Ingersoll Lockwood. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he wrote a couple of books called Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey. Yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. I've seen this. Yes. Okay. Uh, and there's one about a space-time portal in which th- there's so many things that sync up 
it's just bizarre. Okay. Space time portal. The guide in one of these books is named Dawn. There is a character named Pence. There's politics involved. Russia's involved. um, And they reference the exact location of Trump Tower, according to sources. I've never read the book. I will say that there's a lot of weird stuff going on right now about books and things that are written in the past. Like, I don't know. You guys, you totally cut for me. You know what's funny is we were just talking about that before you sent me that text message. I was like, no, this shit happens to us all the time. How far along in the recording did you get? Jamie was saying that there was a lot of stuff that has been in books and whatnot. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of stuff that's been inside of books. It's interesting that we have this kind of the the past telling us, you know, confirming the future kind of thing, like Bobby was saying. It's just interesting that we have all this kind of stuff happening right now with all the with you know, with the virus and now with the Baron book. But the Baron book is we've known about that for a few months now, haven't we? What are you talking about? Are you about? talking to me? Yeah, I mean, that's that's been something that's that's been uh, revealed or been, you know, grumbled about for a while now. But it's also one of the most eyebrow raising things about this whole thing is the Baron Trump stuff. I don't know, man. And I haven't read it. But again, uh, so everything I'm saying about it, as far as the synchronicities goes, is completely second source. But I like to trust that it's, you know, I don't have time to read it. So I'm just going to trust whatever the Internet says, I guess. I feel you. It but, sounds uh, like channeling to me, a lot of these things, you know, I think people oh, that, get inspired, you know, it's like, I think people get inspired by a story and then they actually start to like tap into things that will happen. And I love the whole idea of time travel and possibly everything happening already and it's happening now so you could gather information from the future. It's just like remote viewing, like you were saying, Jamie, if it stands that you can tap into any information from the past and also in the future, then that could absolutely apply with this whole conspiracy. Collective unconscious manipulating the, uh, the global brain through space time or something like that. Yeah. Well, and and I will say that there's been a lot of, uh, UFO sightings being reported lately. I've seen a lot of stuff on YouTube of, you know, people are going outside and like, we're talking like daytime UFOs, like not even nighttime UFOs, like people just going out and being like, what the fuck is this shit? Like I was telling Bree the other day, there was this video like down in LA where there was like this crazy black cube box in the sky just in one Mm. place. And there was like fucking helicopters going around it. And it's like, what are they distracting us from? Why all of a sudden are all these fucking UFO things going on? And when, when, you know, you talk about how, how all the, the dumb stuff that's happening, it makes me think like, Oh shit. Like there's a lot of underground UFO bases. Like is, this being involved in it are they like you know having to leave their underground bases and go back to where they came from like how are these dots all connecting i don't know well, yet but I, I feel like they all are in some way i mean you could go down the the, the chemtrail route or the were uh more perceptive to these things i don't know it, it, it is interesting to see i feel like we've seen an increase in ufo stuff in the last two or three years yeah but no, maybe that's sure. just Absolutely. the internet that allows that but if you do follow the David Wilcox and Corey Goods of the world, oh okay, man, um, y- you do get in. As far as this QAnon thing, you're going to get into a few red pills that are pretty hard to swallow. Um, but maybe that's exactly what your audience is looking for. Um, the final one of the final steps being touted out after the cabal is defeated. According to the David Wilcox and Corey Goods of the world, uh, again, we talked about it previously. The world economy is going to be reset. We're going to go back to the gold st- standard. Um, they call it like a debt 
Jubilee or something, which would be nice because I still owe a lot of my house. I don't know if mortgages count for that or not. I am <laughs> having my fingers crossed, though. Um, this is after the banking cartels are overthrown. So that's part one. Um, second of all, we get disclosure to the public that ETs do, in fact, exist. Um, they are our friends. Um, and we're going to have a lot of exposure to secret technology that will be released to the public, clean and free energy, anti-gravity, access to space travel, and ultimately a conscious place in the Galactic Federation. So what do you, with y'all's expertise, what do you think about, about all that? So I think, uh, think oh, go for it. Bro, no, go go first. no, no, no. I want to okay. hear what you have to say. Okay, so I, I find it very interesting because I think back to 1969 when we're talking about, you know, when we went to the moon and we had this this blue marble perspective where we were starting to think about things a lot more globally because we're looking back and realizing that we're a planet and we're all in this together. And this now it's virus, a blue disc, right? Ex- well, exactly. The blue <laughs> is a, a flat plane. But uh, it, it's interesting <laughs> that we have it, almost that same phenomena happening again, but now with a virus. So instead of us looking back on Earth and seeing it as a whole, we're realizing that this virus is consuming us as an entire you know, world. So it's pushing a lot more people to think of things a lot more um, globally, that whole you know, global nationalist perspective that's going on. And then we have things like uh, President Trump uh, trying to stop American companies from sending supplies to other nations because they're worried about our own. And so we, we're, we're back into the cycle again of like, People are trying to perpetuate this this globalization uh, uh, narrative, but we are still continually fighting against that to try to stop that. But we're still in that kind of mind frame of only think about yourselves and only think about our own country and fuck everyone else. I, I think what you're alluding to is is that uh, the virus situation, if you want to find the silver lining, I think is kind of leveled the the playing field of humanity and kind of puts put everyone in the same place. Absolutely. And we can we can connect with other people because of that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, we're more or less being awoken to the importance of sovereignty within your own culture, your own geography. Um, I know the example you gave of Trump withholding supplies or whatever is, is a crude one. But so, you know, it's one of those like think both the the institute, the institutions we subscribe to could should be on a local, I don't want to say tribal because that's too conflictive, but just a local level, but also cooperating on a global scale because we are all humans that have been humbled by this whole experience. Well, and I think that a lot of people in in the alien world always say that, you know, the aliens don't come here because we're basically like a bunch of two-year-olds throwing a fit. But if our if our entire world seems a lot more connected and we start thinking about things on a much more global scale, then that opens up that possibility to aliens wanting to come here because now we're not toddlers. Now we're working together. We're growing as a society. So are we being pushed in that direction? You know, it's very interesting to think about that. Bree, your thoughts. My thoughts, it was interesting uh, when you mentioned like Corey Good and David Wilcock and stuff, because I watched cosmic disclosure where it all came since like day one and now that I think about it all the crazy shit that Corey Good was talking about is basically everything that Q is kind of talking about in a way and also what's happening now it's the same thing about cabal and where these different alliances are and how they're going to go after these people how they're going to indict these people what's going to happen when it happens which is really interesting because I didn't actually think about this before 
that Corey Good has been talking about this since it was first aired. And it's all kind of happening right now. But at the same time, I'm still not a fan. And that's all I have to say. Oh, yeah, I think it's important. I hope that you're going to talk about the whole like 10 days of darkness thing, too, because I know it was David Wilcock that came out and was like the three days of darkness and his people saying all this stuff and like nothing's fucking happened. So there's a couple of theories with that. Um, For people that don't know, there's references from Q drops, I believe, called of, of 10 days of darkness. They're all vague, like all Q drops. But basically what most people tended to accept is that there will be some sort of shutdown of the grid for 10 days. And then some people also believed that it just meant that Q was going to leave and not drop anything for 10 days. And then somehow it got twisted into three days of darkness. I don't know that whole thing. That's one of those things that has made me skeptic. That's puts me in the skeptical camp of this whole thing is the, that thing. But like, like I've said, you know, future proves past, we don't know yet if we are going to hit those 10 or three days of, of, of darkness or what that even means. But the other thing I've heard is like, you know, Oh, it's, I guess they don't need to do that because they figured out how to do the indictments in certain geographic locations at certain times. So we don't need to shut down the whole grid, but the whole grid's supposed to be shut down so that they can like extract deep state channels or something. I don't know. Yeah. So I don't, I can't really speak on that. That's one of those things that's a prominent motif in this whole thing that I've that's really put me in into the skeptic camp until I actually see something. Yeah, I, I agree. I've been hearing a lot about it. And when David Wilcock made his video, like, yes, I confirmed with my sources. It's going to be at least three days. It's going to start happening either today or tomorrow or in the next three days. And then everyone blew up everywhere and started putting it all over the Internet. You better get your batteries. You better be careful. You know, you won't have any internet. You won't have any connection to the outside world because all this shit's going to happen and they don't want you to see it. And to me, then it's backpedaling when it didn't happen. And it's, oh, well, maybe by darkness they meant this or they meant that. Right. But then, And that's, that's ultimately what fuels the skepticism yeah, of this whole thing. Yeah, because to me, it just reminds me of people that make these apocalypse Doomsday. prophecies. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's sure, this sure, date, sure. this is going to happen, connecting and the And then they dots, keep pushing it out. Because yeah. it doesn't happen. And then it's like, oh, I miscalculated. It's actually, is this day, or it means that day, or, you know, stuff like that. It just gives me the same feels. And and the haters literally call this whole movement a cult, which isn't unwarranted, I don't think. But um, I will give Corey Good and David Wilcock credit on this. They, they, they are on record saying, like, you need to, like, have food and be prepared and blah, blah, blah. You could attribute that to what you were saying where, like, well, you know, maybe they were just happened to be right. Um, yeah, I that's think one of the thing, Corey That's does. one of the things that David Icke says is, like, I don't, I don't claim to be a prophet or see the future. I've just looked at patterns in the past and can kind of, you know, decipher out what's going to happen in the future based on the research I've done. Um, but one thing that, you know, one thing that I did here, I want to say Corey Good said it is like the indictments and the storm is coming or whatever in spring of 2020. I heard him say that not that long ago on like Edge of Wonder or something, which I thought was interesting because we're in spring of 2020 and we're we're dealing with this now. So who knows? He's been talking about this whole cabal and the indictments happening for years. And so for a while, since it didn't happen, I think a lot of people felt like, oh, he's just like spewing garbage. But then now it's really revved up. So it would be it's really interesting to think if he really did have an inside, you know, scoop on everything or not. 
And the indictment thing's not even really conspiracy theory. You can hear mainstream right-wing media talk about the unsealed indictments pretty regularly as well. And the theory there is that, you know, the deep state or whatever has been throwing wrenches in the gears of the overall plan to expose all of this with Russiagate or Ukraine Gate or this COVID-19 thing. So it's delayed the actual plan itself. So I know it's a convenient thing to you know, lean back on if you are a proponent of QAnon. But all I know is there's been a lot of synchronicities. Now, I want to ask you guys something because I was just reading about this the other day. What is it called when like, like the energy of the earth frequency is at like an all time, like it it ebbs and flows. You know what I'm talking about? It's just frequency. Well, also because people are saying that we're going to move into this 5D type of consciousness and that this is also just the breaking down of everything now so that we can move towards the future. And also that, you know, that could also be a sign with all the earthquakes and stuff. It's because there's a frequency changing in the earth and with all of us becoming more, you know, awakened or realizing the truth and um, that it's a chance for us all to kind of start over and move into that 5D type of frequency. And that maybe it has something to do with the big solar effect that they say is going to happen as well. That, you know, we're going to have this crazy type of solar flash, and that's also going to move people into 5D, or if not, stay where you are and, I don't know, die. And then we well, got, like, also, an asteroid. Well, yeah, there's the asteroid, but then also, if you look at, too, it seems like our Earth is almost preparing itself for something right now. If you notice, um, like, a lot of the, uh, me and Brie were talking about this, a lot of the changes in the environment and stuff like that that we have going on right now, it just seems interesting that all of a sudden we all go inside for a while, and almost overnight, our environment starts to heal itself, and to get to kind of this place like it just it seems like our our world is preparing itself for something and we're staying inside so that we don't affect any of the outside stuff that's going on right now yeah that's interesting i'm not a big um i'm not a big climate change guy but i did read something recently about how it seems as though the hole in the ozone layer which is a term i haven't heard since the 90s has recently like patched itself up or something yeah you and can actually you see- look at the, vi- the the videos from the space station and stuff where they, y- you could see just like the amount of uh, electricity and the amount of uh, pollution that's coming out is just drastically being cut in half. And it's interesting how fast the environment is fixing itself, especially because a lot of these environmentalists and climate control people, and I'm not a climate person either, I'm with you on that one, but it, it, it's interesting how they say it's going to take years to fix everything, but three weeks of us staying inside and the earth is already doing a pretty good job of fixing itself. I want to, I want to make clear, I'm not necessarily a denier but i'm also don't claim to be a scientist and i also acknowledge the the possibility and likelihood of global institutions exploiting that to extort money from citizens with the whole paris climate accord which we could talk about some other time but yeah all those things you said and then you also have like dolphins returning to like i want to say venice or something yeah 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 and you go outside and there's not planes there's no um I don't want to say chemtrails, but the uh, whatever they call them is it, there's little things you do notice. People are going outside more. I want to. I'm optimistic about all this. Honestly, I think that this is profound. Whether all this Q shit we just talked about is real or not, I think that this is some sort of profound uh, silver lining or, or blessing in disguise to kind of humble everyone in some way or another, and hopefully, it, if anything, just kind of reset our entire perspective on each other and humanity and the world as it is and hopefully awaken people to the evil sons of bitches that are in charge of everything right now yeah i agree with that statement i hope that that's what comes out of all of this even though at the end of the day 
we really don't know what's going on right now, but I hope that that's something that comes out of all of this. And we, we learn a little bit of huma- humanity and we, we humble ourselves and, and we change some of our, you know, bad habits and things that we do. We're, we're giving ourselves a, a big reset by staying inside. You know, I was telling Brie, it takes three weeks to form habits. We're three weeks in now. What habits have you gotten rid of? What habits have you picking up? Are you spending your time trying to make yourself better or are you sitting at home and eating fucking Cheetos? Like, I'm you know. literally drinking every single day so thanks for thanks for bringing oh my god me too it's like me so many fucking white claws in my life that's poisonous according to conspiracy theorists i've been um so i've been i've been (laughs) sewing i've been making blankets and pillows and stuffed animals that's what i've been doing with my time so you know what i've been on a lot of podcasts lately so that's good well that's good that's all we have these days that's right I mean, that's one thing. This Now's the time to push your podcasts out because no one else is doing anything. There's no excuse not to listen to that one time I was abducted by aliens. Yeah, we, I just, I've been getting messages here and there of people like, hey, guys, uh, we need you. Can you come back, please? We need some info. Good. Yeah, this is like our tester to see how it works, how it's going to come out and whatnot. I think people are going to be really accepting of it considering the situation, so... Well, I think well, I especially so. considering our listener, our listener base too, you know, they're, yeah. they're, an they're used to listening to coast to coast AM when it's like, George Nori. Exactly. All right. Is there anything else, any other questions, anything else we got before we wrap I, this up guys? I have, um, I have one thing to bring up that I have kind of have a question about. So there's a lot of fundraising going on because of this COVID-19 stuff. And I, I just want us all, listeners and everyone, to research what the fuck is happening with a lot of this money because there's millions of dollars being poured out, and I don't quite understand where it's all going to, you know? Secret space program, dog. That's what I mean. Like, there's all these celebrities are donating millions of dollars to the COVID relief fund, but, like, I'm, like, where do I sign up to get a check? Like, how do I, you know what I mean? Like, what, what is this money being allocated for? Is this just some sort of a cover to move money around? That's my big thing right now that I'm really interested in. I just, there's a lot of money being moved and I don't quite understand it. And why is China buying up so much fucking stock in all of our companies here in America right now? Because it's this, this is a global economic shift in one way or the other. And it is this like weird tug of war that's happening. Like all conspiracy aside, every nation's an opportunist and China seems to have gotten their shit together all of a sudden. And there's this gridlock between uh, trading with us, with all the tariffs, you know, we're, we depend on them for production. I don't know all the ins and outs of it. I am trying to teach myself economics, you know, by the day. But apparently there is some sort of shift in the economy that will benefit China more so than it will be us, assuming that, you know, we don't come out of this relatively soon and, and uh, you know, counteract that in some way. That's really interesting, too, because, I mean, I do watch Edge of Wonder and they have me convinced that this whole virus started from the Chinese Communist Party. So that would be really interesting if it's all basically for them to have gain in the end. I really like those guys because, like, as much as I think some of the stuff they say is a little nutty, but, um, like, I like how they just openly hate, like, authoritarian communism. Because I feel like that that's getting like dangerously fashionable now, or like, oh, Shea Guevara is yeah. so cool. I'm just like, fuck yeah. that, dude. And they're like always calling that out. So props to those guys, and uh, they're a lot of fun to listen to. Edge of Wonder sponsor us. 
Yeah, I want to hear Mike. I do want to hear Mike Barra's rebuttal to everything we've talked about. I want to hear his his side. Of you it. know what? Me and me and Bree should reach out to him. He just got he just got his uh, YouTube page deleted today. <sighs> oh, that's what I, I wanted to that. talk about. Okay, yeah, I yeah. wanted to go over some of my last minute things that I had written down here. So one of okay. them was Mike Barra one, being demonetized. <laughs> but that's not the only one I've seen. I've seen a lot of people being demonetized. Like, one just sent me a message about uh, who do we listen to? That one, that the one YouTuber, what's it called? We listen uh, Secure to Team person? 10. Secure oh my Team God, 10. I haven't seen Secure Team forever. So apparently, apparently he's been uploading daily and YouTube's been taking it down daily and he that like posted to like him a lot of time. Well, it's been like, but more frequently as of recently, like every fucking thing he puts up, they're like, go fuck yourself. And is it because maybe they are intertwined with this somehow? Or is it because they're afraid that everyone's losing their money or whatever, that they could just lock you out of your account and somehow just take all the money that you've kind of been sitting in your little piggy bank, you know? I, I, I question about that, too, because things like PayPal. Like, I had a weird, suspicious email not that long ago from PayPal, like a couple of days ago, that said I was locked out of the account. And then it freaked me out. But it let me back in eventually, but at first it just like flagged my account and said that it was that I couldn't get into it anymore. And then I started thinking how weird it was that in the Bay our Area. Podcast, well, our podcast is linked to that PayPal too. Yeah, I know. But uh, not only that, but just if there is something weird with things like YouTube and PayPal and other type of monetizing um, like avenues for different platforms that are coming out and stuff like this because Silicon Valley was hit really big with coronavirus. Like that's where Jamie and I live. And before California shut down, it was just a, a handful of Bay Area counties and Santa Clara County where we live was the number one hit and it still is the number one hit area in uh, yeah. all these counties. It, so I was at first, I'm like, that is so weird. Why, why does it have to be here where we live? And I think what? it was my coworker that's like, well, if you think about it, we live in Silicon Valley. So what is in Silicon Valley? Or like, if it is a whole conspiracy thing, what would be the target on that? Why would it be here? Is it really that there's actual cases of coronavirus or is it that they would want to shut down Silicon Valley first? Right. So one thing I failed to mention earlier is there, and this is super interesting, there's maps that compare the coronavirus outbreak to the sealed indictment locations, and it's almost completely identical. But the devil's advocate to that would be, well, Obviously, they're going to be in both cases are going to be in populated areas. So, so right. what? Right. We are a heavy yeah. populated area, I guess. I just think that's interesting because I think like what's here, Apple, Google, Google, PayPal. I mean, we're like the headquarters of everything. We're basically like Netflix. a Tesla nation. I mean, that's all that's like the average car you see here. It's like all that kind of tech stuff is happening here. So I wonder yeah, the, if that has something the, to do with it. The propaganda arm of the global octopus cabal is yeah. all right down the street from you guys. Yeah, I just think that's I'd like really to end this by saying I am not suicidal, nor have I ever been or plan to be in the future. I am just reporting things Same. I've read on the internet and don't necessarily believe or disbelieve anything I just said. Listen to the Not that. For Everyone podcast. <laughs> yeah, listen to me. the Not For Everyone podcast. And I also am not going to commit suicide and Mountain View can go fuck themselves. Still. I want to end this with, besides the fact that a lot of this raises a lot of red flags, whether or not it is all fake or not, I think that it's also our responsibility to still take the precautions seriously. 
you know, like I said, that was one of my main concerns of people coming out with all this hospital things is that no one takes it seriously. So I just feel like I would like to put the message out there to be on the safe side that we should still do our best, you know, and still take it into consideration that people's lives could be at risk from all this. And it is all fun and games to go down all the conspiracy routes because I agree with Bobby. I don't take anything that the mainstream media says. But on that same hand, also just kind of be safe. I'd rather that we're the generation that only doesn't only just questions things, but also is just respectful. You know, I don't want to be like Florida on the beach having a party in coronavirus soup. You know, I don't want to put that kind of message out there to people that that's okay. Better safe than sorry. Yeah, 100%. And then Fair what enough. do you guys think about this coronavirus being like just to attack all the boomers and stuff? That's I mean, a whole that's something other, I hear about too. Because like, we, we can't afford their social security. So China's, the debt in, inspired China to release the coronavirus and uh, they call it the boomer remover. That's what I'm saying. Um, I, I think that's hilarious. I told my mom that. She thought it was really funny. So mm, yeah. Um, yeah, that's another, that's a podcast for another time, I think. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast because I've been saying for a long time, like uh, in regard to politics, like once we got rid of all these old Republicans and Democrats, we could start this new wave of government that all us younger generations are more interested in. And it seems like that's what's happening now. So I don't know. Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? I mean, you know, most of the Republicans are saying, let's just kill all the fucking old people so our economy can get back to normal. So uh, who knows? What What is the value of human life anymore? That's what they're saying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is breaking news. My friend just said, Trump just said, we're doing this to fight the drugs. We're doing this to fight human trafficking. Again, light at the end of the tunnel. The fuck does that even mean? Yet another chin scratcher from our dear Lord and Savior, Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, praise be. Well, I just want to say that on a high note, after all of this, at least everyone is questioning something, you know, even if you're, even if you don't give a shit about politics, if you don't care anything that has to do with the alien side or the children trafficking side, whatever, I think at least everyone has questioned this from a certain point, you know, from the second it came out to now they're inside and they're thinking about it more. So I think that's a positive thing. You know, you don't have to go all the way on one side, but at least some people that maybe never question the media or never question the overall story of what's put out in front of us, at least people are starting to question that. When you said that, I just com conjured up an image of like an old man being like, I don't give a shit about child traffickers. That's yeah, not exactly. my bag. That's not my issue. But that's but, why uh, they're all dying right now. <laughs> yeah. So at least that's a yeah, positive well said, thing. Well know? said. Hey, Bobby, thank you so much for being on. It's been yeah, a lot of fun. You, I feel like we should do something yeah. like this more often, you know, pick a strange topic and um, Please let's. Can educate us. Let me just and... let me just say you were a great captain of our ship. Our ship is hard to captain sometimes. As you can see, we get off track a lot, but you did a fantastic job wrangling us back in. Yeah, I wanted to make sure that I'm letting I was letting you guys talk when you needed to, because, again, I, I spent the last two hours of my workday just like writing all these notes out. And I'm like, oh, God. And, and as we went along, I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot about that part and blah, blah, blah. So do you have anything yeah, no else worries. you want to add on, though, that maybe we didn't go over? Yeah, listen to the Not For Everyone podcast. It's on <laughs> yes. all podcatchers. It's uh, me and my co-host, Adam, who's a, uh, a, a clown, literal clown, I was literal say drunk asshole. clown. Slash asshole um, talking shit to each other and uh, riffing about cult movies and pop culture and when sometimes does your next some conspiracy episode stuff. Come out? We just dropped one today. 
Perfect. Or last night. Perfect. We like it. Everyone go listen. I'm going to go listen right now. Thank you so much again, right. Bobby. You've educated thank me. Thank you, guys. And thank you for even taking your time thank to, you. like, put all your thoughts together. That's really cool. Mike Barra, check your DMs, dog. Yeah, for real. Also, Bobby, we're going to start calling you once a week now to do this. You're going to be our, our conspiracy updater. Okay. I will, yeah. Maybe I could do a little segment every, for about three minutes each episode or something. I don't know. Perfect. I'm not doing anything else. Like, I, I like literally... I'm in the house, so just give me a call. Exactly. Perfect. We got plenty of time. We're all stuck at fucking home. Yeah. All right. I got to go. Take all care, right, guys. Bye. Wash your hands. Bye. Thanks. Yeah, wash your hands. Bye. <laughs> all right, Bree, are you still there? Yeah. Is there anything else we need to record? Should we try to do an intro again? Yeah, let's just do that. Hey, all you cool cats. <laughs> I think we should just leave that. I think it should be as authentic as possible, actually. I mean, I think I think so, too. I like all the weird stuff that we have in here. Like, this is very unconventional of us. But I think that I think that us doing this is also going to convince people that we're taking this seriously by quarantining. You know what I mean? Like, we're not just right. getting together to record and ignoring all the bullshit that's out there. Like, we are also taking this very seriously, which I think is important, you know? I agree. Um, That's why I wanted to put it out there that, you know, all conspiracies aside, we should really be doing our part and also yeah. honoring the fact that this could very well be a real virus. And so why mm -hmm. take your chances and just be an asshole and, you know, like go fucking cough on shit, you know, do your part, exactly. stay inside, wash your hands, all that well, stuff. It, it, I think it's, we have to, we're not thinking about ourselves in this situation. Like the reason I'm not going out is because I don't want my grandma to get sick. You know what I mean? Like I don't want the people around me to get sick. I could give two shits less if I get sick. It's like, I, I'm more concerned about the rest of the world than not myself, which I think is a, a an important kind of mind frame for people to be in right now. Stop thinking so selfishly and think about your communities and what you're going to be doing to those communities. That's a really good point to say. Very well. Every once in a while. Every once in a while, Bree. He drops some but shit then, and I'm like, whoa. But then, but then I always day. go back to, but then I always go back to that birds aren't real. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and the entire government is shut down so we could recharge the drones. You had to, you had to counter it somehow. I have to. I have to. I, I'm a realist, Bree. I'm a realist. I can't, right. I can't be all fucking wise and wonderful. Also, well, Boo did realistic. so good and slept this whole time. Yeah, I agree. What a good she job. She slept on my lap. She was being such a good girl. Hi, good girl. Are you sleepy? It's because she's old as shit. Well, I need to go figure out where that is, that where that recording is. Since when it ended, I didn't see anything pop up. So I want to get off of here and hopefully I know I said to Bobby, it. I was like, watch Bobby. Her fucking computer froze and none of that's going to be fucking recorded. Oh, oh my god. I know. I'll be so mad. That's the fucking life we live, though. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in for uh, our Shelter in Place episode. There's probably uh, more of this to come because right now we are inside at least till May 3rd. We'll see what happens after that. I can't really imagine it just going away miraculously. Um, no, me either. Maybe me and you can do like a, a Zoom call with each other because it has that thing where it like records the screens and stuff and we'll do something and throw it up on YouTube maybe. I think that my Skype recorder is also recording this video. Oh, beautiful. I like it. Let's throw some of it up on the internet somewhere. Yes. All right, guys. Well, we love you all. Except Mountain View, California. They can go fuck themselves per usual. Maybe we should be nice to them right now because that's like the heart of issue. So maybe we should be like, you suck, but get healthy. Okay, how about Mountain View, California? Uh, I, I wish you 
only mildly fuck yourself. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. I love you, Bree. You're my whole whole world. Please never leave me. (laughs) I'm only a computer call away. Beautiful. Goodbye. Goodbye.